everybody. Welcome to a new episode of NMR. I'm your mother, John Thrasher, here with your father, Darren Carter. Why are you speaking like that? I'm your mother, John Thrasher. I think I'm distracting myself from the very first topic that I've really honestly, I I have honestly stopped myself. Let me get my microphone right. Um, from reacting any further than I already have with you, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I do think we owe it to the children to discuss everything that happened. So why don't you set us up since you're the culprit? So, um, spoiler alert for anyone out there who's not following on Instagram. I played pickleball for Hmm. the first time on Saturday. You can tell the contempt in, in mother's voice. Let me just say before you even begin further. Um, Your hand is raised. (laughs) Your hand is raised in the Zoom. Okay, something just happened. Whenever I raise my hand, the Zoom also raised my hand and then moved me. Doesn't work it for me. Try it. Maybe because I'm not the leader. I guess not. I think I might have that set up. Maybe it doesn't care. So anytime you raise your hand, it happens. Try it now. I think it's a setting that you can do on yours potentially. Okay. Wow, that's crazy. I don't but know. You were like, let anyway, me stop you right there. Let anyway, me stop the you. Hand, yeah. The hand was up in Zoom. Okay. The hand was up in Zoom and it messed up our Zoom. Anyway, back to me being mad. Yeah. Let me just tell you that before you even go further, the amount of people that tagged me, DM'd me, were worried about me, uh, based on your Instagram post about playing pickleball, um, is astonishing. We have a very rabid fan base of listeners. So thank you guys. And that's, um, why we sa- that's why we saved it to the recording. And I told yeah. Nadine, because, you know, we've never played. I've teased you about this mm. for years. Mm. And Nadine was like, do you want to play pickleball at 1030 a.m. on Saturday with um, her best friends who I know? Oh. Oh. And they belong to a club because we don't have pickleball courts like on our complex. Sure. So I was like, Nadine was like, I'll order us equipment, you know, because we only have ping pong paddles or whatever. And you obviously can't use that. Although in theory, you could. Mm, Well, that's like saying you could use a bat in tennis. Like you just wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that. Yeah. Like you could if I had to have a makeshift thing, but it wouldn't be Uh right. So Nadine purchased stuff. And I literally remember, I was like, I'm going to go. And I was like, I'm not going to tell John. And Oh. And and she was like, she she was like, oh my God, John is going to be so happy that you're playing. And I was like, huh. I need to leave everything authentic to the recording when I tell him. <laughs> and then little, I mean, I should have known this. I get a DM from John from my Insta story, just being from yeah. my Insta story, just being like, we're getting we're a divorce, to done. which I write back makeup sex and then you write (laughs) let's let the listeners decide which i guess means that the children that the children this seems a very fucked up parental relationship that's right children decide if mom or dad are going to have makeup sex in theory as two gay parents who aren't attracted to each other (laughs) would have based on pickleball incident of 2023 well listen first of all i didn't know that you also ordered ordered equipment so you didn't even ask me about that i did not order equipment it just came in the mail when nadine was like i ordered us equipment no she's not unfortunately but i'll reprimand her post this don't worry well i just feel you know to be fair i guess nadine doesn't know my pickleball obsession so if it was her idea i feel a little bit better about this i didn't um, start the idea i know that for a fact okay. this was nadine right. bringing this to me and okay. at the athlete and and workout person that i am i was like mm-hmm. i'd love to play see what john 
is so, is obsessed, so obsessed with. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I'll get over it. So I'll, I'll move on. In time. For now. In I will. Time. In time. In time. I do want to know how did you like it? Did you? It was a lot playing? of fun. Like good. I, it Were was all four of us first times. Yeah. So like the couple that we went with, they had like YouTubed in the morning and they're like, when I say athletes, it's like, we were all, we're all like, we all work out. We all yeah, like yeah, yeah. go on runs or we play soccer, you know, like, mm-hmm. so all of us are like in that vein. It or wasn't soaker. like, yeah. Or soaker star. Um, yep. And you know, I, it was funny because obviously ever the Apple watch person that I am, I Nadine had told me that I think pickleball was added to like the workout app for Apple Watch. Darren, stop. Let me stop the presses for you for one second. Put your hand up. Let me put my hand up and and mess up our Zoom again. Here, hold on one second. It's not working. It had the first anger thing. Hold on, it's coming. Hold on, right here. Oh, it's filling up the bar, right? There we go. Now, oh, wow. There we go. All right, lowering my hand. Let me stop you right in your effing tracks. I have a friend. I don't think I'll name him because it's maybe maybe I shouldn't say this, honestly, but I have a friend that works at Apple on the Apple watch. Two years ago, I messaged him and I was like, I love the Apple watch. I've had every Apple watch since it came out. I love the fitness stuff. Why is there no pickleball on the Apple watch? Fair point. Well, I said, did you know, sir, that pickleball is the fastest growing sport? I did say that. I did say I that. You, I knew you were going to say it, of course. And he said, thank you for telling me this. I Do you have any like information about that? So I sent him the article from like New York Times or whatever. He escalated it internally and they put it on the Apple Watch because of me. It was because of it's you? It's because of me. It is my claim to fame every time we play pickleball with friends that have the apple watch and they say what you just said i said excuse me stop we have to stop playing for a minute you can do this because of me because of me now listen i invented i invented pickleball on the apple watch you guys Listen, I mean, it's like creating the COVID vaccine, John. I mean, you're single-handedly changing the game for everyone. I'm the Dolly Parton of Pickleball on the Apple Watch. Exactly. So anyway, I I can't believe you just said that. I had to interject with that. Wow. Go back to your, so you enjoyed it. How did you feel by the end of it? Did it seem like something you do? I set up Pickleball on my Apple Watch and like, you know, I was like, I'm just going to let this go and play. And we played we all switched partners once. So we played three games, I guess. And it's up to, I want to say it's up to 11. 11. And yeah. you have to win by two. Is that yes, correct? Yes. That's kind of how it is sometimes. A in pro amongst us. A yeah. pro. Yep. Um, so we played three games and then we just volleyed because we had the court sure. for about an hour and a half. Um, sure. A way more of a workout than I thought it was going to be. And it's it not is. like I'm huffing and puffing. Like it's not like tennis where you're you sprinting. have the whole, you're sprinting yeah. the whole squad. Or although, you know, you can sprint in this, you know, yeah, yeah. depending our on how friend the ball Nan bounces. that we were playing with, I called her Nan or the slammer. Cause she's like tall <laughs> and she stood like right above the kitchen Oh yeah, yeah. and just like fucking kept doing that. And I was like, you gotta stop doing this. Cause I'm like going to break an ankle for, for one. <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know the kitchen is a section of the court where you can't be in unless the ball has already bounced once in it. So, so just... you can go in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. As long as the ball in the game has bounced once in there. Yes. On your side. So when the, when it comes over, if it bounces in the kitchen, you can do anything you want across the whole court. It's like the whole court lights up for the rest of the game or just for that play, just for that play. So as soon as you hit it, 
you have to get back up out of the kitchen again because then it's no longer of you know you can't be in it so what Got a lot it. of people try to do this can be a tactic for nanner the slammer is if she's in the kitchen and she hits it high enough to you hit it right back at her because if well if you get hit by the ball it's your it's the other person's point but you know, you want to try to bait them into being in the kitchen as much as they can, because it's such an easy way to, for another opponent to lose the point. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So I wasn't aware that like, once it bounced, I thought it was kind of like a no man's yeah. land. Like you can't serve in there and you can hit That's a ball true. in there, not on yep. your first volley, but Correct. you have to get it and be outside of the kitchen. So That's I true. wasn't, well, no, you can, apparently you can stand in the kitchen and get yes, it once as it's long hit as in the kitchen. Once it's hit. Yes. Otherwise though, by the way, you can be in the kitchen area at any time actually, but you can't hit the ball out of the air while you're in the kitchen. You have to have let it back. Sure. So, sure. Like I could stand off sides. Yeah. You could. I could stand outside of a basketball court, but I can't exactly. play from outside the basketball court. Essentially. There you go. So, That's fine. This is yeah. all, uh, you know, just little pickleball talk. Little pickleball talk, friend, everybody. It was interesting to learn that sport. And absolutely, I want to continue playing. Like I thought it was so much yeah. fun. Like it was certainly something. It was a it was a much better workout. And I think because yeah. you're kind of like shifting a lot. It's not like you're doing sprints, but you are shifting. You're kind of jumping of in the air. Yep. It yep. is actually decent cardio. And uh, I shockingly wasn't that sore afterwards as much as I thought I'd be because I don't really play that sport. Yeah, it's yeah, not like yeah. playing soccer. Like I don't like I play ping pong, but that's so different. Like sure, yeah. So I was a little bit shocked to find out how I wasn't as sore as I was, but we had the best time. And then That's I learned, great. so I learned that. And then I re- learned a new game that night called Rummy Cube, which I'm also oh, obsessed with. I haven't heard Have of ever, this. Oh my no. God. It's so much fun. It's kind of like, you know, gin, like gin rummy, like when yeah, you're trying yeah. to get four and three of something. Oh yeah. It's like that, but with tiles and you can like move around the oh. tiles to fit your, it's like Scrabble meets kind of gin in that okay. way. And that setup it's really intellectual and really, really fun. And, you know, Nadine and I were just kind of like, wow, we learned two new games today in, in a weird day. way. Like, and it was really fun. <laughs> Highly recommend pickleball is so fun. And like, I get now when I got you that paddle that was mm-hmm. shaken and disturbed, like right. how kind of cool it was. Cause everyone's got their own sort of yeah. flair on the, on the, on the court or whatever. And so it's court, yeah. right? Like a pickleball. Court. Yeah. 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 You got it right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, every paddle uh, is different. Yeah, good. That, I'm so glad to hear you played You played it. I think now, especially when I come visit you, we're definitely going to play it. Oh, my God. You don't have oh to go gosh. easy on me. No, but we're going to be teammates. Because you're, you're teammates. yeah, obviously. So we're yeah, not we going to go easy on Nadine. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Nadine can be like the line judge. Um, yeah, we should get yeah. you and me versus like Patrick and Jillian from True Crime Obsessed for the ultimate oh God, pickleball true crime so show. So fun. We should see if they're into that. Give me a few practice sessions and then oh. um, I'm 100% oh, yeah. in. It's funny because yeah. I read an article, The New Yorker, Atlantic or something about how, you know, obviously pickleball has swept the nation, but that people in like Central Park, let's say, maybe it was in New York Mag. It was something to do with New York. They're getting so pissed because Central Park's kind of this like oasis away from, you know, oh, not yeah, even yeah, tennis. Yeah. It's the saying. noise. Yeah, it's yeah. the noise people hate because you're hitting, it's not like tennis, which is a yeah. soft ball felt. And yeah, you hear it when it's slammed, but like, not really. It's all no, muffled. Yeah, but yeah. with pickleball, it's like, ding, 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 like ding. back and forth. And so yeah. people are starting to get pissed. And I was like, I never really understood that. But then when I was playing it, I was like, no, I kind of see that. Like if you're lying in the park and someone's playing at a court next to you, it's not the most relaxing, you know? No, it's definitely not. And, you know, they put in a pickleball park 
near where I live and it's in this little suburb and I can't imagine these people that live all around these this park like love hearing pickleball all day long outside yeah, of their house. Yeah, I'm sure. But, I'm sure. But anyway, anyway, we're not getting a divorce we're and not, I love pickleball and we can play as a married couple. Sounds like I need to get you a shake and a surf paddle now. Now that you give you're me something. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, did you see I, over the weekend? I went. Out I of didn't town. see either Barbenheimer. Oh, you didn't. I thought for I, sure you would have seen one of them. I was going to, but the problem is, like, we just moved in and we were doing all these things oh, and like right, being right, outside. Right. So it wasn't like my first thought it's wasn't to go time. to the movie. <laughs> and I also, it's so packed in those theaters That's right now. And, and thank God, because you know. Mission Impossible's out right now. Like all these mm-hmm. movies are really bringing people back into the theater. Yeah. So happy about that. I'm not shitting on it, but there is something nice. Like during the pandemic, like you got used to kind of having these private screenings. <sighs> so so I am waiting because it's not like there really are spoilers. Like to yeah. me, these are types of movies. It's like maybe you could spoil it and I'm wrong. But even if you were like, no, Kate I know what you're McKinnon saying. weird Barbie is in it and she dies. I'd be like, okay, I'm still going to see the movie. Yeah, like, no, it's not a Marvel you know, movie. And Oppenheimer's about the actual guy who created the atom bomb. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, so I could read that book. So it's like, for me, this wasn't a spoilered, spoilered, spoilered yeah. movie. Like I sort of get with Marvel where you want to know right. who's going to be the surprise the guest in this. Yeah. Right. Because there weren't any twists. I was like, I can wait a few weeks until yeah, the theaters kind of calm down. And then maybe I could go see it at like IMAX or something. At yeah. least Barbenheim, I mean, at least Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, because I heard that was kind of like really cool to see in Max. Did yeah. you see both those movies? No, I was interested in Oppenheimer. I'm a... I'm like an ancillary Chris Nolan fan. Like I wouldn't I say, say like, I feel like you like Chris Nolan. Though, yeah. Right? Like I loved Inception. I loved Interstellar. Like, you know, what are some of his other Memento, I love Dark, Knight. Dark Knight Rises. Oh my God. I was in the Dark Knight Rises, by the way. I was an extra in that movie. Were you? Yeah, I was. Um, Well, I was in the, uh, like the football scene. I was like one of the people in the stadium. They filmed it in Pittsburgh back in 2011. And I went and was- Wow. Yeah. But I will say, if you watch that scene back, if you remember the movie, it's the scene where Bane blows up the football stadium. And I think that they went in and digitally removed actual human beings and replaced them with CGI. Just you. Just me. Just you. Just you. With CGI, uh, like a CGI audience. And I was like, Oh, and it was like literally a 95 degree day in August. And the scene was supposed to be like December and everyone's supposed to be like cold. Did Chris yeah. Nolan do Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises? Yes, yes he did. Okay, so that because yep. when you said 2011, I was when you were talking, I was double checking my work because yeah. I remember that scene. But I saw I was thinking Dark Knight and I was like, did that happen in Dark Knight? And yeah. then, so Barbenheimer essentially is this like portmanteau yes. of this like counter programming, right? Like Barbie right. and Oppenheimer, two opposite ends of the spectrum of huge blockbuster movies that are kind of coming out. Um, and there's actually a lot of, it's counter programming, but there's a lot of crossover because there's people like you and me who are like, yeah. I'll see both. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. last time this happened, although there wasn't a portmanteau, was in 2008 with another Christopher Nolan movie, The Dark Knight, when Mamma Mia came out. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. So that was like another big weekend. And it was like during the, you know, like the financial crisis happened and stuff like that. So when you said 2011, I was like, no, no, I'm pretty sure it was 2008, but it's Dark Knight Rises you're talking about. Yes, Rises, the third one. Um, By the way, have you heard about why that, why W Warner Brothers put this up against Oppenheimer? Did you hear about this, this drama behind the scenes? Why they put up Barbie against Oppenheimer? Yeah, against Oppenheimer. So 
Christopher Nolan used to do all of his movies for Warner Brothers and got lured over to Universal. Now Oppenheimer is a Universal picture and they put Barbie up against his as a sort of like retaliation. Like yeah, exactly. Mm. But actually it turned out to be great because everybody wanted- I think people are seeing both. Yeah, people are seeing both. I didn't see Oppenheimer. I've heard mixed reviews about it and it's three hours long. And so that made me be like, I think I'll wait till it comes out on streaming or something and then catch it there. I just can't imagine sitting through a three hour movie at this point in my life. I hate to say that, but. No, Unless it's, like it's too Marvel. much. I mean, I will say of the movies to see in the theater, I yeah, feel like exactly. Oppenheimer is better than Barbie in my personal life, only because I would feel like it's about the atomic bomb. Like I would feel like the effects would be really cool. Well, not to spoil, I won't spoil anything, but you yeah. might be surprised by that though. Okay, so That's maybe I, I might be wrong, yeah. but in my original, and yeah, no spoilers for anyone, but yeah, I do yeah, think yeah. that like Barbie feels like something that I could probably just watch at home. I mean, Oppenheimer too. It's not like, it's yeah. not like, oh my God, you can't watch it. I watched everything everywhere all at once at home and everyone was like, no, you have to watch it in a theater. And I was like, nah, I'm fine. Like I, I got it. Um, but I am really looking forward to both yeah, yeah, of those yeah. movies. Like. I never had a Barbie as a kid. So that's what I'm looking forward to is like all the reporting I've done is basically about, that's shocking, is basically <laughs> the irony of the movie that like Greta yeah. Gerwig has essentially said, like she's leaning in to everyone thinking that Barbie's is like, you know, mm -hmm. six foot one, huge boobed, blonde, white haired girl. You know, they're kind of leaning into that by having, you know, Issa Rae and, and all these other kind of actors. Mm -hmm. They have weird Barbie. Barbie by Kate McKinnon and all these other kind of actors right. kind of coming in and the different Kens that they're really like playing into the joke. And so did you yeah. find that that was the case? Like, um, if you're not a Barbie lover, like I didn't grow up with Barbies, no. would I still like the film? Well, okay. Two things I want to say. I feel the opposite of you about these movies in that I wanted to really badly see Barbie on a theater because it seemed like a big, fun, colorful type of movie whereas Oppenheimer I felt oh that's the one I, I want to sit back in and kind of enjoy you know at home so I that's interesting that. yeah that we both had a different perspective there I will say here's all I'm going to say if you know I don't want to mention spoilers I just want to make two quick points and then respond to what you said first of all I loved Ken in this movie as well Ryan Gosling he's funny amazing. yeah Ryan he's Gosling really has been funny. funny on the carpets too of just being like you are Knuff exactly. like he's just got yes. like funny yeah he's, he's got great. funny one-liners yeah and but Margot Robbie, the star of the movie, amazing as well. And there's a song in the movie called I'm Just Ken. I have not stopped listening and singing to it. It is Who so does funny. It? Ryan Who's Gosling like, sings it. And no, it's in oh, the there's movie. An, there's no like Lady Gaga didn't write it or something no, like that. No, or... it's literally Ryan Gosling, him singing in the movie. And the scene, for those who know, the scene was amazing too. Um, but I just wanted to mention that because I have not stopped singing. I'm just Ken. But anyway, I'll save it. I mean, literally, this movie has gotten press for over a year. I Remember know. those original shots yes. of Ryan Gosling and yes. Margot Robbie in the Broke like Lisa the Frank, yeah, yeah, like pink rollerblading, like. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, like, oh my god, like, what a weird thing. I mean, like, I get it because it looks weird. I was like, but the movie doesn't come out until like next year, year and a half from now. Like, and no one's gonna, everyone's gonna forget about this. And then they did and it. They didn't. Yeah, exactly. That scene, though, is very poignant in the film. I won't give it away, but it looked weird for a reason. Again, I don't want to give too much away. To your point, you asked, would you like it? I really want you to see it because I do think you'll have a very strong opinion one way or the other about it. Yeah. It, you know, the, the tropes that you were sort of mentioning, the big boobs, six foot two, they don't really even go anywhere near that. It is definitely a message movie. 
Well, the, um, I, I read someone wrote like, you know, two huge movies are coming out this weekend. And one is about really like the destruction of society and dealing with death. And the other movie is Oppenheimer. Yes, that's a great way to put that. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> it will rattle it. I think. And I had heard this, by the way, I have a, fr- uh, a scooper person that I kind of follow and communicate with a scooper who, pooper, a scooper pooper about movies. And they had been signaling that this was going to rattle some cages potentially. I don't know, but not, it doesn't have to rattle cages if you kind of walk into it with an open mind, I think. But anyway, Barbie's amazing. I Let me put it this way too. It's been a very long time. Well, first of all, you know me. I'm not a big movie person. I like to go to the movies, usually for the same type of genre. You know me, Marvel. Yeah, you're not a movie person, but you are a Marvel person. I'm a Marvel person. and Like, and you'll as, see a superhero movie. I, I don't even doubt it. Like, if Star Wars is Star coming Wars. out, I know you're seeing it. Yeah, I'll theater. probably see that, even though I'm not even a huge Star Wars. Well, I guess now I kind of am with Mandalorian and such. But anyway... What I really do love, though, and I, and what I have been excited about, because I think, honestly, just as a producer, is a good story. And I've heard so many good things about the Barbie story, so I was excited to go to it. The last thing I want to mention about Barbie, there's a song called What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish that came out like a week before the movie. I know it's, I'm going to like that because I love her, so. Darren, it is the most hauntingly beautiful song, and the way it is used in this movie will... If you're not crying, well, you're not a big crier, honestly, but at least the way I am, I think, when it comes to no, movies. No, I stuff. cry. I That's cry true. You do I'm cry. a softie. I'm a softie. Like, I was I'm catching myself realizing that as I said it. Yeah. Well, it was just so touchingly beautiful. And it, and then you, it's, I don't want to give it away, but it's at a point in the movie where you're like, oh my God, this is a Barbie movie? Like, this is incredible. At least that was my reaction. I don't want to speak for anybody else, but well, I think I, Greta Gerwig. I, I was expecting Greta Gerwig to put her own. You know, this is coming from someone who did Lady Bird, exactly. and Little Women, Little and Francis Ha. Yep. You know, yep. I was expecting this to be probably the biggest of blockbuster blockbuster movies oh, that yeah. she's kind of gearing up to do. Yeah. But from everything I read about it, about Margot really wanting the rights to it and like finding yeah. Greta Gerwig to kind of do it, yeah. I knew it would be done with purpose and it, it was wouldn't beautiful. be silly and superfluous like I knew it would be done with a purpose it's done in just the right amount of playfulness that will make you laugh and this is what I was just going to say I forgot what I was about to say it's very rare that I go to the movies or even watch a tv show sometimes even read a book or whatever where I can't stop thinking about the plot of the movie it is now five, four days later, and I have not stopped thinking about this movie. Wow. The layers of societal- That says a lot to me. Yeah. And I'm like, even if it's not Barbie, the story in and of itself was so really, truly beautiful. So anyway, I loved it. We have to probably wrap up this episode. We're going pretty long here, but um, loved no, Barbie. It's just- Looking forward to hearing you seeing it and what you think. Yeah, I'll definitely report back. I'll keep it from you until, and then I'll Instagram about it. And then- um, (laughs) And then I'll get mad at you. And then then you'll get mad at me because that's like how I like to run this relationship. That's how we do things. Um, But yeah, I'm definitely going to try and see it. And I'm certainly going to try and see it sooner rather than later. I'm just kind of waiting for the hype a little bit to- to die yeah. down, you know? Yeah. I will yeah. say seeing it in a theater with a bunch of people, literally we got the last two seats uh, right. when I went. It does it change not, the game though. It's it nice does. to have that It was that fun. It was yeah. fun. It was a, and I will say it's not a kid's movie. A lot of people, I mean, you can take your kid if they're like, you know, I don't know, 10 or above. Anything below that, you know, I don't think they're going to get it and they'll probably get bored. Well, I know there's like a gay Barbie that wears like a cock ring around his neck. I know that. 
And you might have missed it because Dan Savage talks about it. What? And, and it's it's like a it's like an Easter egg. I have to look that up. Actually, I missed that. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Like, there's a lot. The set is unbelievable. There's like a lot of colors. Yeah, I would have missed that. And that's ideal for me. Um, yeah. I know we're wrapping up this yeah, yeah, this yeah. segment. And next NMR main feed, we want to talk about UFO stuff. Listen, but just really quick, what happened yeah. in Congress today? I, I guess well, I missed it. Okay, outside so based- of Sinead O'Connor dying, by the way, and I know, there. I know, R.I.P. to Sinead O'Connor. Only fifty-six. That's terrible. I know, super young. So young. Um, so there is a man named David. Grush, I believe is his last name, who was a former high-ranking, I want to say Air Force official, who has now come forward as a whistleblower, Darren, and confirmed and is testifying in Congress. You know, that's not a, that's no small deal. This is a former military officer testifying in Congress that A, the United States has retrieved unidentified aerial phenomena and is reverse engineering their technology and and testified in front of Congress saying that there are non-human alien life forms in the possession of the United States government. Now, that's all I know because this is literally just wait, happening. Wait, 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 wait. Repeat that statement again. Okay. There is there is there is a program and a secret uh you know, under the hood type of situation here with the government that is retrieving unidentified aerial phenomena that has crashed and they are reverse engineering the technology of those crafts. So in other words, UFOs have crashed. Ros think Roswell. They right. have they have these the they have these in various locations and they are trying to reverse engineer the technology on sure. understandable. The second thing is that the United States has in its possession non-human alien bodies. This is test of being testified in Congress. This isn't like uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, or right? Right. NMR right. Or like here the on QAnon. The show. Right. This yeah. is like this is this being is, testified in court of law, but by a whistleblower who has whistleblower protections. You know, that's a new thing that's happening in the last five to ten years, where like. Congress and the law says there are protections for people. And that his want to point come is, forward. is that the American public deserves to know this specifically that, and that they're being lied to about certain technology. I think I, I don't want to speak on it right now because I do want to like download myself on what David. Yeah, has, I almost want to look this up as yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And I think that I think that his position is that it is holding back humanity because they have technology that they have learned by these crafts and these alien bodies that would greatly exponentially enhance human engineering like um travel energy etc cetera, etc cetera. and i, I don't want to speak grush you're right grush, his name is david grush is. yeah 14 years as an intelligence officer. I'm looking at it right now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And not only, you know, what I understand from him, by the way, he did like an exclusive, like breaking news interview about a month ago that made headlines everywhere with, I don't remember, I think it was called News Nation, somewhere like that, where he discussed all of this in person. And then Congress was like, excuse me, uh, you're going to come testify about that. And this guy is not, you know, he wasn't like, you know, everyone's, Everyone's service in the military is amazing. I'm very thankful for them. But, you know, this isn't someone who's like a line cook that heard something. This guy has 15 years of intelligence work in the Air Force. 
So no, I I agree. With, I you know I'm always like a cautiously optimistic or at least same. just a skeptic in general. Same. So it's like this guy saying that. Like what I don't want is it to cause panic and people are like you know because distrust in the government isn't also a good thing as much That's as I true. distrust our government. No, and it's so true. it's like until you know more, there could be a legitimate reason why they aren't. I know. I agree. I, I you know. That so it's like, yeah. God forbid. You know what I mean? If we yeah. were all going to die tomorrow, then maybe yeah. we should know that. But if not, I could see a situation under which, like, the American public deserves to know things. Yeah. Within the confines of what kind of they deserve to know. They no, don't need, I totally they don't, agree. They shouldn't know everything, and that's probably a good thing. You that's know? true. We don't need to know the nuclear codes just because we live in this country. So yeah, there must be a reason. You know, I would trust his opinion on this, given that. He does have so much experience. Um, but anyway, like I said, let's wow. talk about this more next week because I think both we of will, us want to yeah. learn about it. Maybe there's going to be some, you know, talking points and some conversation that we can. Well, I, yeah, there's learn. a lot of videos that I want to kind of look up now. Yeah. So thank you for yeah. kind of keeping me afloat because I didn't see that. But um, well, we're yeah. off to record our Sunday episode, which I will say okay. is rather lengthy. So if you're into long episodes, Sundays might be it for you guys. That's right. All right, let's go do it. All right. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.